0: And not only yourself, but you rob those around you of the great gifts and talents God has given you to use. And let me just give you a quick example. What I enjoyed today, what I, I, I was thrilled, and I didn't know this was going to happen until today, Mal had handed off that one song to Hope, and I thought Hope did a phenomenal job on that today. And uh, isn't that great? I mean, she's got a gift and a talent, and, and isn't that the job of leader? We see that and we want that to go, and I just thought, that is so sweet. She did a great job. On that, So what I'm talking about is if we always go the same way, we'll always have the same thing. We do what everybody else does. That's what we get. And we rob the body of Christ by not being the individuals that God has created us to be. So we're going to look at that a little bit. My sister is is with us. She's back today. My folks will be here Wednesday, by the way, our folks will be here Wednesday coming from Florida. And uh, so I talked to pop this morning. He said, Oh, it's getting close. And I'm like, he's, he's excited to be at the healing service on wednesday so he's he's just really stoked about that but my sister did something that was weird uh something that i never expected and so what was even (laughs) so sorry about that (laughs) you know we did all kinds of things as brothers and sisters i mean she'd just be like give you a quarter if you drink this jar of water with mustard in it really oh yeah she'd put the quarter out there and squirt mustard in a little jar like that i'd drink it and get the quarter and she'd be like, You're weird. <laughs> you got issues. And I'm like, okay, well, you you know, oh well. Anyway, she did something weird. She uh, uh and I followed her, which, you know, that was even weirder, but she found Jesus is what she did. And and it was just it was weird to me because I never expected that. And what was even weirder is she led me to Jesus. So I found Jesus because she found Jesus and and she led me to the Lord. So if you study the Bible, and you'll find the teachings of Jesus, they're not normal. They're not normal. He did so many things that were just flat out weird. They were just not normal. They fascinate you though. If you start looking at Boy, what, what did he walked on water, he spit in mud and made people. I mean, he did all these things. You start going, I I want to find out more about him. So then when I gave my heart to Jesus, I went from being normal with my friends to being very, very weird. Uh, And it happened overnight. It was like night and day. I remember coming back to work and I worked at Ponderosa and and, uh, uh, worked at the spa. And I mean, everything changed. And and I started talking different. I started being different. I started feeling different. And I went from being, you know, Mr. Muscle to Jesus freak and, and church boy and, oh, Reverend Brett and all that kind of stuff. And, oh, don't even talk to him. Oh, here he comes. And people would get up. You ever sit down at a table and everybody else gets up and leaves? I had that I had that ministry for a while. <laughs> and so people began to talk about me. They made fun of me and they didn't really do it to my face. The guys didn't do it to my face because they They knew how I was before. (laughs) So they did it behind my back. Uh, But they were great friends, aren't they? Um, So, but when I gave my heart to Jesus, I began a journey with him. I began to go, you know, there's more than what I've seen. And I'm telling you right now, I'm still on that journey. There's more than what you've seen. There's more than what I've seen. How many would believe there's more? God has more for you than what you've seen so far. So I wanted something different than what I had been. And so... uh, When I started doing the things I did before Once you get saved and this is the thing. This is the the verification or the confirmation you've changed You continue with the same you try to continue with the same lifestyle unless you deliberately stay in that It will mess with you Because you will not feel good doing what you used to do because your dna has changed your nature has changed You have become weird You have got yourself into the the life of Christ, and Christ now is in you. So those things now are like oil and water. Some of the things you used to do in the world, it just doesn't feel right anymore. It used to feel great. It used to be good. You look forward to it. Now it's just your tastes have changed. When I felt I was supposed to come back to Mary, and that's when I met Kim. And I, I was told she was weird like me. Because that's what I wanted. I wanted to find a, a God-loving woman, and you know she was weird like me, and she had parents that were weird too. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> they're they're with us today. That's going to affect my Christmas probably, but I. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> um, but I was told I, her aunt was the manager of Ponderosa, and she told me she pointed her finger in my face. And she said she has a boyfriend. You leave her alone. I said okay i can wait this dude out so i did and when she got free i made my move i sent her flowers this true story sent her flowers to school sent her one rosebud with a card that said for all you do this bud's for you (laughs) i'm telling you what somebody can use that you can get some miles out of that thing they gave it to her in study hall and read it in front of the whole school in class. I mean, I did weird stuff. I love this girl so much. I called up the pizza places and I made them spell with pepperonis. I love Kim on the pizza. I made them make it into a heart. I did all kinds of things because you know what? I was weird. Sorry watch that I heard that (laughs) you're Scott usher. Oh, you are an usher. I can't have you take (laughs) So when we got married we started, you know, we were having going to have kids and stuff We decided we wanted our kids to be weird in a god kind of way We wanted our kids to understand that weird is good from the beginning Not when we found out about it later in life. I mean I, I got saved in 1980 I should have been weird a long time ago, but I wasn't and I could have stopped a lot of pain in my life, or stopped a lot of bad habits. How many are with me? If if I'd have just caught a hold of this a little bit before. But we wanted them to have a foundation, and I'm not saying there's not bumps along the road. I'm not saying that you never fall. I'm not saying that you've never had struggles. We get that, but we got to stay the course. You got to stay in 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 the lane. You got to stay where God has planted you. My wife is really adamant about you know blooming where you're planted about being planted in the house of the god of the house of the lord your god so you can flourish now there's people who are weird in a bad way how many know somebody who's weird in a bad way raise your hand don't point at them. just raise your hand (laughs) if somebody that's your spouse put your finger away (laughs) Uh, how many know somebody who's weird in a good kind of way okay we all know somebody like that Okay, um, but I want to go a little deeper. I want to dig a little bit deeper than this. I want it to be weird in a God kind of way, not in a just a good way or just, hey, they're different. But I mean, something that goes, man, something about them makes me want to hang out with them. Some they got something that I want. Something like that. Here's what Jesus said. Matthew 7, 13 through 14. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. I want you to think about that. Broad and wide is the road to the gate which the majority of people go. They travel that broad gate. They travel the wide road. Unfortunately, in the crowd is where comfort comes so many times. Sometimes, and I get it, we're all human. Sometimes, don't you like... You know, there's people that love huge churches because they can go into a church and just be quote, quote, a number or just kind of get lost in the crowd and they don't have to do, they can just sit there and go, yeah, I was at church. Nobody, I didn't have to do anything. I just kind of sat there. Cool. Some people don't like small churches because, you know, it's kind of like cheers. Everybody knows your name and you kind of, oh man, I don't want to, you know, if I'm not there, I'm this, I'm that or whatever. And, and, you know, and some people like middle of the road. However, th- really, whether you're like, I'm talking about life. You want to walk that broad road where everybody travels. You see, there's comfort. If we look at people that are doing what everybody else is doing, going where everybody else is going, living how everybody else is living, that's normal. We all just do this. Because that's where the majority of the crowd is. Jesus said this. He said, many of the normal people are on the road that leads to destruction. Man, I started reading that. If we're on the broad road if our life is like everybody else's if there's there's no distinguishing Flavor in your life if nobody can tell you are a follower of jesus christ. I could tell you there's a good chance If your life is pretty normal according to the world You could be on the road that leads to destruction And I don't I mean when i'm I'm talking about worldly the way everybody lives I, I don't want you to be that way when you have an encounter with jesus your life won't be the same And I want you to to look at the teachings of the lord I want you to look at what jesus said and lead a weird life Even if you take the bible out of it, even if you're just saying okay show me a little because well, can I just say this normal isn't working It's not working being normal isn't working. We don't have answers being normal. i'm not saying now I get it I, I understand normal to a point i'm talking about worldly normal It's not working. Wouldn't you agree? In your schedules today, here's what I mean. How many feel overwhelmed, rushed, stressed, not able, not confident, living in fear, panic mode? We're always missing out on something. How about when it comes to money normal is the pursuit of material things and it never makes us happy once you get that you want something else or it wasn't what you thought of or normal is broke, right? Normal is debt, right? Everybody in america has debt or broke or lives paycheck to paycheck normal is financial fear What if what if the market crashes? Normal is fighting about money How about in the professional life? What's normal there working for the paycheck? time to fix the donuts time to go to work you know when i went to school this is what i found out many people statistics say changed their major three to five times is that nuts i mean and what happens is you and you probably already know people they went to school for something and then what are they doing nothing that they went to school for because their passion what they wanted something changed not that they don't have passion, that it was just too hard and they had to do something to get by. Now, I understand there are, there are seasons where you're doing something on your way to your passion. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I get it, but you're working towards something. But normal isn't working, my friends. What's normal about relationships? Living together has become normal. Hopping from bed to bed with different people until you finally do get married. Normal is where half the people that are married in our country find it. Hey, we're just going to get a divorce. Normal is not working. So here's the key thought throughout the series for the next several weeks. So if you want to jot it down, you can. If you want what normal people have, then you have to do what normal people do. If you want what few people have, do what few people do. I don't know if they have that slide or not, but I did send it. If you want what normal people have, do what normal people do. If you want what few people have, do what few people do. If you want a normal life, live like normal people live. But you know, there's so many people that really don't know Jesus. But if you want something better, if you really believe there's something different, better than the normal life where the majority of people are traveling, something better than where the the crowd is all moving to. I heard Joel Osteen tell a story one time, he was in a, him and Victoria had got in line somewhere, and to get something, and they were they were right up front. And, and so, I don't know. Let's just say it was a theme park of some kind. Let's just say that because that'll make more sense. And they were right up front, and they were pretty excited. They were right up front, and here come uh, people that came in, and the whole family just got in front of everyone. Excuse me, got and got in front of them, and just got in front of them. You know, and he was like, oh, "That's not right." And he said, and pretty soon other people started getting in front of them. And inside of him, he wanted to go, hey, I was here. Quit taking my spot. And they kept being pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And he said, he just felt like God was saying, just calm down. He said, pretty soon him and Victoria were the last. They were clear in the back. Started out the front. And everybody started moving in front of them. They got clear in the back. And he was just like... He said, then the doors opened and the person came up front and said, okay, we're going to head in now. Everybody turn around. And he said, he ended up being the first anyway. You see, because you got to understand God understands where you're at. He knows, but normal is not working. I believe there's something better. And I believe we have to leave the broad road to get onto the narrow path where people may just call you weird you want what few have if you want peace joy security a sense of fulfillment eternal destiny then you got to do what few people do the teachings of jesus were mega weird (laughs) i mean just think about what jesus said to do that wasn't normal he said this if you want to be first you need to be last that's weird the world says second place is first place loser normal Jesus said this. He said, when you give, it'll be given back to you. That's weird. Normal says, if you ain't got it, don't give it away. Once you do get it, get it and keep it because you'll have more. Jesus said, if somebody hurts you, bless them, love them, pray for them. That's weird. Normal says, oh, you're going to get it. If you get slapped on the cheek, Jesus says, turn the other cheek. So I guess they can slap that one normal says you slap me i slap you but jesus said forgive them not just once but 70 times seven just continually forgive them that's weird the teachings of jesus in the bible lead us from that broad path to the narrow i want to be better than just normal i want to say god show me what you need me to do If we take the Bible seriously, then we can do what few people do and have what few people have. Kim and I have been married for going uh, over 30 years now. And we decided to break away from normal and follow God. Sometimes it takes a while for me to catch on. (laughs) Uh, But we've decided to stay out of debt and we're working our way to that dream. We've decided to say, God, show me what you want me to do. We've taught our children... Our children to follow hard after God. That's where all your answers are. God has those. The world doesn't live that way. They don't do that. When, when we look at what's normal, normal's not working. If we were doing what everybody else is doing, we would have what everybody else had. There's people that'll say, you know, how did that happen? Well, because it didn't happen normally. It happened by following God. I've got two points for today. I'm going to build our foundation for the next few weeks. And uh, we're going to talk about being weird. Here's number one. Weird people don't think like normal people think. Weird people don't think like normal people think. So you can't copy just what, just what people do because they did that, or what, even what weird people do because they did that, because that's their weird, not your weird. I mean, because God might tell you to do something different. We're doing some things that we're told to do. We don't do everything, uh, you know, because our, our headship and everything. So just pray. And, you know, what does God want you to do? Maybe he'll tell you to do this or do that. And we'll we'll add to it or we'll twist it or we'll do whatever. And I get that. But we have to do what God's telling us to do. You got to do that, too. But we can't just be copycats. Now, and I'll explain that here in just a second. I pastored in church in Pickerington that was birthed out of a, a church split that came out of then they the guy went to a Brownsville Revival. Great revival. Kim and I visited there many times, and uh, that was great. The church was birthed out of that. So everything was like a Brownsville Junior. When we got there, there were, there were flags everywhere. They, did flag, they wanted to flag march. They did everything the way they did. Everything had to go that way. When I came in, I was weird because I thought, well, you know what? If God wanted Brownsville here, he'd have. What do you want here? So we changed some things. You'd have thought I was the dentist pulling teeth without novocaine i mean just it was you know it was a struggle there for a while i mean it was just all kinds of just because it was breaking against oh we have to do this if they sneeze we need to sneeze here this is the part in the service where we sneeze that is not weird that's just wrong that's weird wrong but so we don't want to copy what people do unless god tells you to do that so find out here's what we got to do not what they do find out what they think What drives them what brings them to those results weird people don't think like normal people think People that are following jesus don't think like people that are not following jesus Romans 12 2 says this do not be conformed to this world be transformed by the renewing of your mind That you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of god The message bible says it this way don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking Instead fix your attention on god. You'll be changed from the inside out readily recognize that he wants from you Or what he wants from you and quickly respond to it unlike the culture around you Always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you develops well-formed maturity in you So weird people don't think like normal people think The bible says this as a man thinks in his heart So is he Your thoughts will drive your life Now, you might be say, well, that's weird. You're getting it. It is weird. We got to start thinking like God wants us to think because it'll start driving our life. It'll start pushing us towards the things of God. There's people that just do things. I can make my kids clean their room. I can make them do that. I can't really read their mind. Don't know that I'd want to. (laughs) Because it's not, you know, until they get a revelation of I can't find this or I need that, you know, and this needs to be here. It could be here. You could keep this neat. You don't have to do it this way until they are driven to that. Then they keep getting those same results. How many know what I'm talking about? Normal people ask when to do something. They say, can I do this? Can I do this? Weird people say, should I do this? There's a difference. I want you to think about it. Is it a good thing? It doesn't mean it's a bad thing to do. There's a lot of good things in church. Could I do that? Yeah, you could do that. But are you supposed to do that? Is it a God thing for you to do? There's things as pastors of this church, we had to look at and instead of saying, can I do that? Yes, we can do that. But should we do that? God, are you calling us to do this? And if you're calling us to do this, then we'll do that because that will stand out from the mundane. It won't be just mediocrity because God has called you to do that. We came to start this church. They said that can't be done. That would be weird. But here we are. Look what God is doing. Life is busy enough without trying to do things you weren't meant to do. It's busy enough without trying to do something you're not supposed to do. And then wondering why you're getting stressed and ticked off because you're doing it. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. You need to hear me. It just means you might be off the road. Maybe you weren't supposed to be doing that. Today's normal isn't as comforting as what we'd like to think. Today's normal is broke. How do broke people think? They think paycheck to paycheck, survival day to day. If you're not quite broke, you might think week to week or better yet, month to month. But wealthy people that aren't broke. Now, listen to me. This isn't. I'm just trying to tell you how they think. This is what they think. They think year to year, decade to decade. They think about how to invest and what to do and how they look at something instead of saying, oh, that's, that's empty. They say that's half full. That's how they look at stuff. What could I do with that? How could I make off of this? How could I do this? How could I invest this? And they begin to think about those kind of things. What if we went to God with that kind of a mindset? God, what do you want me to do with this? How do you want me to sow here? What could I do over here? Give me an idea or concept that'd be weird. You're getting it. If you want to be wealthy, you got to learn how wealthy people think. If you want to be poor, learn how poor people think. Kim went to a class and found out just their mindset is not even the same. I mean, they look at things totally different. They don't look at things the way we look at things. Because they're, they're as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. They don't think the world will change. That's their life. You know, and let me just tell you this, as, as I've helped people financially, here's this, and I, I say this to some people, and I've, I think I've told you guys as well. I'll ask people, you know, as we're helping them get out of debt, they'll say, I'll say, can you, can you invest $100 in yourself a month? They'll go, no, not not everybody, but I've had this happen on more than one occasion. No, I, pastor, there's no way I don't have $100 a month. Okay, I get it, okay. Hey, could you do $25 a week? Yeah, I could do that. You see, It's perception. They, when they see a benjamin or a, a you know a hundred dollar bill they're like i don't have those i can't have that i don't know what i do with that but they could see twenty dollars or twenty five dollars because that's where they're at you see normal is just a broad path and the enemy if he can get you just to be you know i'm just going to do this i'm just going to exist then he'll do it but if you have the mindset to follow christ in a stronger way there is better than what you have. There is something different than where you're at. Relationships, what's normal. Uh, our kids grew up with, uh, you know, the difference between dating and courting. And we we weren't masters of it. We hadn't done it. I didn't grow up that way because that wasn't a, it. wasn't really an issue at the time. We didn't. My, we didn't talk about it. That wasn't the way it was. The beautiful thing about courting and, and my kids like they, they didn't even like that word. I don't like that word. Courting bad, but but courting actually, you know, like now, you know, when they're of uh, of the age, there isn't really courting. Then then it could be it's officially dating, I guess. But in those those years of, you know, your kids just need to be kids. You don't need to start them out on stuff before they're ready. OK, so the, the courting thing is a wonderful thing because it puts them instead of just pairing them off as couples. They're in groups. They're just with friends. They're just having fun with friends. They're not. They're not saying, you know, hey, let's let's pair up, let's hold hands. I'm going to go with you. I'm going. We had people that ask us through the years, well, you know, do you let your kids? No, we didn't do the going steady thing. You know why? Because how many people that you went steady with when you went in school that you're not steady with now? I'm not going to teach my kids how to divorce. That's what we're doing. So in courting. We were able to just say, you know, man, hang out, have fun as a group. And it took the pressure off of of it doesn't mean they can't like someone or they can't. But then as God develops that in the right stages, everything happens with a purpose. Okay, so that's kind of that that kind of saved them a little bit. And then when they got old enough, you know, you don't have to have all that because you've got all the foundation. But that's how we kind of viewed that. But what's normal in the world today? Living together, trying everything out first without real commitment. We pretend to be married, doing married things, and then when it doesn't work, since we pretended to be married, then we just split up. We pretend to divorce. It's no wonder because normal isn't working because our mindsets are bent towards normal. But we need to be weird. If we want what normal people have, we do what normal people do. If we want what few people have, we do what few people do. Turn to your neighbor and say, It's time to be weird. (laughs) Shamalama ding dong. Here we go. Point number two. Point number two is our last one for today. Uh, Weird people don't live like normal people live. Weird people don't live like normal people live. If we take scripture seriously and pursue God, we'll be different from the world. You'll just stand out. You'll be different. If you look, act like everybody else, I would say to you, you may not know the God of the Bible. If you can just fit into the crowd of everywhere you go, I would say that if your walk at best is very, very weak, that you would not at least stand out somewhat. The more that we 're like Jesus, the more different from this world will be. The more our values will change, the more our motives will change. The more the way we live, the more the way we think. Everything will start to change First Peter two eleven and twelve. I beg you as sojourners or sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul, having your conduct honorable among Gentiles that when they speak against you as evil doers, they, they may see blah, 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 they may by your good works which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. That's New King James. I'm going to read this from the New Living just so you see the difference. Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners, keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then even, uh, then even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they'll see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. Man, that's pretty strong. But when you see the God of the Bible, he'll lead you in a way that's different. Let me tell you about some weird people in this church. And I'll try to tell you without being choked up. Seriously, in a good way. I mean, my my children have started this church with us and have been with Kim and I since the beginning of this church. They have given, if you only knew the countless hours and the prayer time and the family prayer, and when nobody else would do things, they would just like, I'll do that, Dad. How can I do that, Dad? I'll do this. I'll do that. Every one of them have pitched in, I love my kids. Let me go on further. There's people like the, the Wyatts that for months and months and months drove an hour and 45 minutes or whatever, two hours or I don't know how just to come to church just to make sure that they'd help set up and tear down. They've done so many things to help us along the way. There's the the Katie Twigs that came... Uh, from now from delaware but from dublin and drove every week rain snow sleet or whatever there's the kim Millgates that although my sister that spent countless hours making sure that everybody's giving records were there and right there's the rob shrecks that put up all of this stuff when everybody else wasn't around and i get it i mean you didn't know about it but i mean they volunteered it there there's all kinds of people i could just name people after people there they're the margies that, that have served they're the the Gatrels that have come and rick would pull that big old hog of a grill and he could cook a cow or seven cows on it man and he's he's going to be there at the at the harvest party with that thing cooking chickens like a man out of boy he's ready shimma lima ding dong there are people all over this church that have done so many things. They're the Nymans that drive every week from Delaware. Joe is here at every practice every week because he believes in the vision. You've got to understand there are people that God has placed. There are people that have brought us, that have come here, that we're about to go in the next level. I believe Yoders have come because God has placed them with us. I mean, and the list goes on and on. Charles and Charlotte have been with us since we've been back. I could go on and on with the list of wonderful people that are here in this place. Because they've given out past that. They've just given... The... <clears throat> There's the Ron and Karen Claytons that have worked on, uh, on the computer and helped with that. Tristan and the Wyatt kids. Tristan's been back there on the, on the board and back in the Macs in different places. And, and you know, uh, Mouse served in the Macs for years. And then Zach and Sam and Hannah. And I mean, the list is just amazing. I didn't have to prod them along, really. It was just one of those. They said, you know what? This is the narrow road. I don't know how long God will have me walking on this path or this road. But until he tells me different, I'm going to walk it. Weird in a God way. You see, don't copy somebody else's weird. If you do, that's normal weird. (laughs) You don't want to be normal. God doesn't have a cookie cutter weird. He's got a custom weird just for you. There's a monster in there (laughs) You just have to ask him to get it Kim and I it was have four kids go into ministry Homeschool them. That was one of the gooder decisions we ever made (laughs) I knew you'd catch that start a church in your hometown That was our weird. I don't know what could be weird for you It might be, you know, hey, uh, pastor, I want to live beneath my means so I can give like I've never given before. I want to help people that are less fortunate than me. It may be, you know, I'm going to take a job uh, that frees me up so that I can do more at the church or I can do this or I can help in the community. Uh, Maybe it's time for you to go back to the workplace or go back to college to get some of your degree at night school. I don't know what the weird is. Maybe God has called you to do some kind of ministry. Maybe he's called you out of a wild lifestyle. Maybe you were a partayer. And now you're you are the weird guy. And now they just like, what has happened to you? And you usually I've had an encounter with Jesus. And you said, you know, I'm not going to do this now. I'm going to stay sexually pure until I'm married. And people are like, what's that? That's Jesus. That's what that is. All things are possible to him that believes. You walk by faith and not by sight. Maybe you said, you know, the doctor said, you, you don't, you can't get healed. We can't do anything. But you have decided, Tommy Price, that God has already healed you in Jesus' name. Charles said, I won't accept that report. I've got a different report. And that's what I'm going to take. And by his stripes, I am healed. And I'm going to walk in that. That's weird. When you live for him, I promise your life won't be normal. I promise that it's going to be exciting. Will you join me in these next few weeks as we find out how to be weird for the Lord? I want to be a weird, committed follower of Jesus Christ. I got to say this, and you can admit it with me. Normal's not working. Being normal's not working. Everybody around you is normal. Most of you. But normal's broke, miserable. It's fear, it's shame, it's regret. And it doesn't have to be that way. God has a better plan. It can be full of peace of joy and purpose I'm sick of normal christianity. Just lukewarm. I grew up in that stand up sit down say this go home I mean just do this as a formality Just give me a church that just makes me happy and pleases me When is it when we start saying god whatever you want? And we start getting into what god has got and we start saying you know what i'm not going to be normal i'm busting out Jesus makes me feel good Jesus said if you want to find your life, you got to lose it That's weird It's normal for people to come to church one day a week. It's normal just to tip god and not tithe. It's normal to do as least as possible. It's normal to not engage in small groups because that might make me change my lifestyle. It might make me grow a little bit. I don't know. It might make me uncomfortable. I think I'm looking at a bunch of weird people today. I'm looking at people that will say, God, I'll follow you seven days a week. I'll follow you 24-7. I'm going to worship you every day. That's weird. Don't settle for normal. Choose something better. Would you bow your head and close your eyes, please?